Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TCK Care, the podcast with your creator, host, and producer, Stephen Black. That's me, here to share story strategies and support for third culture kids in all walks of life all around the world. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast listening platform, I would, inc- I would love it if you could give me a five-star rating and review, especially if that's Apple Podcasts for some reason. The algorithms just love that stuff. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon page, patreon.com slash tckcare, where you can be a part of tckcare, the podcast, and get exclusive content. That would be amazing. Today, I wanted to talk to you about Equilibrium. Not the amazing movie with Christian Bale, which I can talk about if you really want me to, but the state of equilibrium that refers to how organisms maintain a sense of balance. I wanted to talk to you guys about this. This is something I've been thinking a lot about for the last couple of months, especially in relation to third culture kids. Why? Partially because I am a third culture kid and I know what equilibrium is. Um, I think that equilibrium can be, um, I want to say a good thing or a bad thing, but I don't think that's true. I think it's just a thing. Um, it's just a, a state of, a, a way of maintaining balance, a state of being. And um, this first came to my attention when um, a couple of years ago, in uh, I was in therapy, and the, my therapist said people often maintain their state of equilibrium. Uh, whatever that equilibrium is, and so if they're used to, if they're used to things being chaotic, they will keep things chaotic. They will intentionally keep things chaotic. If people are used to things being uh, being low key, they will keep things low key. Whatever someone's personal personal experience is, that's that's the balance that they're going to um, try to maintain. Maybe not necessarily inten- on purpose, uh, but it's going to be uh, what you're driven to. Since then, I've been doing some thinking on how this relates to third culture kids in general and uh, wondering what kind of equilibrium do TCKs strive for. I looked up the word equilibrium online and biologyonline.com says that equilibrium is the condition in which all acting influences are balanced or canceled by equal opposing forces resulting in a stable system. Let's think about how that might relate to a third culture kid. As you probably know if you're listening to this podcast, a third culture kid is someone who has spent a significant portion of their developmental years in a mobile, multicultural environment. And some might argue that that's an unstable system, that there's a lot of transience that goes with that, there's a lot of relational loss, Uh, mobility means there's a constant state of change. And so some might say at a superficial level, it looks unstable. And yet, it's probably not unstable for the people in that uh, that movement, in that moment, because um, they're doing this. And so they've found a way to adapt. Sometimes people develop really healthy coping systems, Uh, We're mindful of our experience and our feelings and our thoughts, and we conscientiously take those into consideration when participating in our environment. We stay active and engaged in our physical experience. We get exercise. We journal our thoughts. We process our experiences uh, with safe, loving people. There's a lot that we can do to manage powerful emotions and experiences. 
there are also unhealthy ways to manage things, but I won't get into that. What I wanted to um, hit on right now is that whatever whatever you find to balance an intensity of emotions and uh, a state of uh, a heightened state of stress, or whatever it is that you find to balance that out, that becomes your equilibrium. And so the first takeaway I had for this conversation on the state of equilibrium was that we better make darn sure that our equilibrium is not a balance of stress and unhealthy, unhelpful coping mechanisms, right? I came across a video a couple of days ago that talked about dopamine, and it called it the more molecule. Um, And what this guy was saying in this video was that when you do something that feels good, your body gets a shot of dopamine. And by something that feels good, it can be as simple as drinking a cool cup of water on a hot day when you're thirsty. Or it could be something more obvious like eating chocolate when you're feeling down. And he was saying that even anticipating uh, the good feeling that comes with eating that bar of chocolate, even anticipating that feeling gives you a shot of dopamine. And as you may know, we are in a state of semi-shutdown. I am at least uh, here in Oregon uh, with the recent health uh, situation going on. A lot of people are... Uh, social distancing, Um, lots and lots of people are staying home in an attempt to keep the general populace healthy. And I've had some friends joke about the shortage of junk food. Um, I don't think that's a real thing. I don't think there is a shortage of junk food, but they've been talking about how we're running out of snack food because snacking is the thing that we go to in um, in a state of stress. And why would that be, I wonder? It's because of dopamine. It's because when we snack on junk food, it feels good, and we get that shot of dopamine, and it's the more molecule. So when you get a shot of that, it it doesn't feel satisfying. It feels like a little bit more, like you want a little bit more of that good feeling. And so how do you get a little bit more of that good feeling? Eating more snacks. Before you know it, you run out. Now, I just use this as a goofy example of maintaining a state of equilibrium. You can snack all day long and maintain a state of uh, feeling stressed out at the same time because getting a continuous dosage of dopamine can, can counterbalance the feeling of being stressed out because you're cooped up. So before you know it, you have achieved equilibrium. Now all you need to do to maintain this state of stress is to keep giving yourself a steady stream of dopamine. Now, that doesn't necessarily make this stress go away. It just makes it easier for you to uh, live your life and do what you need to do while being stressed out. And now, while this may be a beneficial short-term solution to being stressed out, obviously, I think um, that I would want a more healthy long-term solution to being stressed out. I would want to know that I can bring my stress levels down um, so that I don't have to keep giving myself dopamine because that can lead to dangerous places. And by dangerous places, I do mean the grocery store. Where was I going with this? Oh yeah, equilibrium. On the one hand, if you're feeling stressed out, you can uh, maintain equilibrium by doing things that give you a 
momentary burst of, hey, this feels good, which can help in the short term, but doesn't provide a long-term solution to the reason that you were stressed out in the first place. Or you could also, I'm not going to say either or, but you could also work on bringing your stress levels down by first of all being aware of what your feelings are, whether that's fear or sadness or uh, discomfort or worry or whatever it is, being aware of those feelings, observing them and describing them to yourself, acknowledging that they're that they're real, acknowledging how intensely you're feeling them, and then processing those feelings. Uh, perhaps that's through journaling, perhaps that's through talking to other people and being honest with them, which can be hugely beneficial in and of itself. And then I think there's something to be said for working those feelings out of your body by doing something physical, gardening, going for a walk, building something with your hands, doing something creative, artsy, something like that. It doesn't feel as good as eating snacks slash junk food, but it's more effective at bringing your stress level down. So the first thought I had with uh, this whole equilibrium discussion was that it seems to me like there are are a couple different ways of maintaining your state of equilibrium. One is um, a constant state of short-term fixes, uh, which may not be a stable way of maintaining your equilibrium over the long term, or a uh, less feel-good solution of uh, regulating your emotions by processing your feelings and working your feelings out of your body, which like I said, it's probably not going to feel as good in the moment, but it's probably going to be better for you in the long term. And uh, once you have this rhythm of um, doing whatever it is that you choose to do for you to maintain your level of stress, um, then you are that much closer to um, finding an intentional state of equilibrium. And yes, everything that I've said up until this point was my first thought. The second thought I had was on a broader narrative I wonder what equilibrium means for third culture kids. And by that, I mean third culture kids grow up in a mobile multicultural environment. We we grow up moving around, seeing the world, experiencing different cultures. And some of that is beautiful, some of that is sad, some of that is stressful. Um, and ultimately, it is what it is, and it makes us who we are. And I wonder if sometimes TCKs maintain a state of equilibrium uh, just based off of that, based off of how they've grown up. I wonder if TCKs don't maintain a state of equilibrium by continuing to move because that's what we've grown up doing and that's what we're comfortable with. Um, I think there's something to be said for, you know, do what you're good at, do what you know. I think that uh, there's something to be said for maximizing on your strengths and having grown up in a multicultural mobile environment gives you a unique set of people skills and experiential skills, uh, behaviors and abilities um, that set you apart from the crowd. Um, it's something to put on your resume. It's something to add to your list of to add to your list of superpowers, reasons to feel good about who you are. And sometimes perhaps we maintain a state of equilibrium because we can't imagine life any other way. But there is life another way, isn't there? I mean, I mean, lots of people spend their entire lives not traveling. I was just having a conversation with someone a couple of months ago, and I uh, talked for a little bit about some of the different places that I've lived and traveled to, 
And this guy was like, oh, that's interesting. And I turned the conversation around and said, so have you traveled much? And he said, not really. I'm not into traveling. I'm happy where I am. And I thought, that's cool. I mean, I don't understand it, but it's cool to watch on somebody else. Travel is this uh, sort of idolized thing, right? That either you do travel, you have traveled, or you're supposed to say that you wish you could travel more. Um, But what if you don't? Could that be okay? Could you be okay just being happy where you are? And I realized that if you are a TCK, if you are from or part of a highly mobile family and a highly mobile lifestyle, that doesn't have to be the way that you live the rest of your life. It would be okay to find a new state of equilibrium um, by not traveling, by spending your time and energy doing something else. And I know there are benefits to uh, traveling, and I know that there are a lot of um, there's a lot of good stuff that comes comes with that, like having the opportunity to see the world and getting to experience uh, new cultures and new worldviews. It just um, it opens your mind to um, think about things more deeply and more comprehensively. But there's a lot of uh, relationship and stability and um, strength that can be gained from staying still and so um, there's there's benefits to both sides of things and I think um, I think the key is to be aware of your own thoughts and feelings to be aware of your own reality and my hope is that TCKs listening to this podcast will hear me say find your own state of equilibrium if you need to travel the world then travel the world get a job in the military with the Peace Corps as a journalist something that will allow you to travel the world and to fulfill that and to satisfy that desire to see new places and to find new experiences. And if you're done traveling, if it's been stressful and painful, or maybe it's actually been really, really positive, but it's just that time of life where that season needs to be over, uh, perhaps just for a little while, um, perhaps indefinitely, I think it's okay to say that you want a new state of equilibrium and that you're going to achieve that by making changes to your lifestyle, by intentionally being aware of your own thoughts, feelings, and values, and to making different choices for yourself. Either way, I hope that you find your state of equilibrium for yourself. And if you're listening to this and you are the caretaker for Third Culture Kids, I would encourage you to be aware of um, the factors that contribute to the stress and the well-being of those third culture kids Um, just to be aware of what those stressors are so that um, you can help tck's manage the uh, the stress and the challenges in their life and to maximize on the benefits that go along with their experiences and just to be aware that equilibrium might look different for different people because even members of the same family may be affected uh, by circumstances differently just based on their temperament or their background or their feelings or whatever the case may be. If you'd like to keep talking about this, I'd encourage you to reach out to me on tckcare.com slash contact. I would love to hear from you. Um, I'd love to keep talking about this. If you need help or ideas on uh, finding or maintaining your own state of equilibrium or helping somebody else, please do reach out. I hope you have an excellent week, and I'll be back with another episode next week. So until then.